Hello, foodie fans. Welcome to the Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. I'm your host, Sal Conca. This show supports restaurants, chefs, and food pioneers with your help. Head to BigFoodTalk.com to make your donation today or check out our fun apparel line with proceeds going directly to participating restaurants. Special thanks to the Long Island Food Council, DineLI Facebook group, and Yelp Long Island for supporting this episode. Today I'm speaking with Anthony, the manager of DJ's Clam Shack in Wontaw, New York. DJ's Clam Shack is a seafood lover's dream, combining both New England and Southern styles with its roots at its original location in Key West, Florida. Anthony walks us through their mouth-watering dishes and even reveals some secret off-menu items only for those in the know. Let's hear Anthony's story. Welcome to the Big Food Talk. I'm so excited to talk to you today, all the way from DJ's Clam Shack in Wontaw. So I know these are really difficult times. How are things going at DJ's right now? Things are going great. We're starting to get busy again. Once the sun comes out, people flock to DJ's. It's lobster roll time, so we're starting to get slammed again. That's good news. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, we just had a like gorgeous weekend, right? I don't know. It was like record. Yeah, this this weekend was really busy over there. So it's 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 good to see people coming out again. You know, they're starting to get back to normal, and you know, people see the sun and they want seafood. So that's why we're here, and we're happy to have them. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So let's talk a little bit about the DJ's Clam Shack story. Like, when did the Wanto location open? So the Wanto location has been open for about two years now. It's going to be three years this September coming up. Um, so it originally started in Key West, a guy by the name of uh, Jeff Gagnon opened up DJs in Key West, casual seafood place right on uh, Duval Street in the middle of Key West. And it really took off, just really simple food, good recipes, and people went crazy about it. And then Jeff and Paul, the owner in Wantaw, best friends from childhood, and Jeff wanted to open up one closer to his home on Long Island, and that's where DJs Wantaw came from. So. Cool. So it was like just really good friends and they had a good friends from high school. Yeah. And and Jeff wanted to open one up because he lives up here half the year. He's up. He's down in Key West in the summer. And then uh, he comes back up here to run another restaurant in Sayville called Kingston's. So he basically comes back up here, goes back to Key West. So Paul is kind of the guy who's in charge of the Wanto location. Jeff is mostly in charge of Key West. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, you don't find, you know, dual locations like that to be so far apart, in, you yeah. know, most of the time, especially because what you guys are doing is so different. The seafood, right? You picture it down in Key West. You can think about all that and yeah. be down there. And, and it, it does hit you, like you said, here in the summer months, you need the warmer weather. People just associate for some reason uh, warm weather with seafood. But I know you guys are doing things a little bit different. It's this combination infusion of northern and southern seafood. Yes. What does that really look like? What like what's the difference between northern and southern seafood? How do you guys blend the two? Well, kind of like, you know, I would say the southern seafood is definitely more of like the comfort kind of spices, like blackening, stuff like that. Really, people like that that spice down south. Up north, it's more about just a mixture of flavors, like you know, steam little necks and things like that really get people excited up north. So we bring both together and uh people really go crazy over it like uh our, our spicy blackened tacos and the shrimp and the mahi and the chicken people go nuts over those the conch fritters which is a southern staple um which is basically it's a it's fried dough with conch and different vegetables and spices in there people go nuts over that and you can't really find those up here on long island um so we're like one of the only places that actually has that but you know down south then you know we have the crab cakes you know we have things like that that we inspire for the 
the Key West location to have. So our menu basically feeds off of each other, and we bring the best of the north down south and the best of the south up north, and it works out perfectly. Sounds like a perfect combo to me. I'm excited to come in there. I, I've driven past it about a million times, and somehow I've yet to stop in. So you guys are <laughs> you guys are on my to do list this spring, like for sure. I got to hop in there. I got to get some photos of the lobster rolls and you know all that type of stuff. Um, now, being dual locations, I mean, how do you guys source your seafood? Is like, do you guys using local fishermen? What? How, how do you guys source your seafood right now? Yeah, the Wanto location, we get most of our stuff that is available here fresh. We get it from uh, two cousins over in Freeport. Uh, they, they're great. They supply us with fresh yeah. fish uh, three, four times a week. The clams right out here from Long Island, the little net clams we get. So when you're walking in there, you're getting some fresh stuff right out of the local waters. Um, even on, on the first Wednesdays of each month, sometimes we do um, you know, raw oysters and we do like a live, uh, a live music. So the raw oysters are supplied by a uh, Stella Maris Oyster Company, which is a guy right based in uh, right off Long Island. He lives in Wantaw, and he brings us fresh oysters, and we shuck them right right there in front of customers. So it's, we really try hard with the local local seafood and the local beers and things like that to really bring in local Long Island stuff, so people are getting a taste of what's available on the island. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, you guys want for people, you know, if you're on Long Island, you know, Wanto's on the South Shore. You're not necessarily on the water, though, right, where you'd picture this seafood shack, you know, as you guys call it. So it's a pretty cool location right there in Wanto by the train tracks. I'm sure you get tons of commuter traffic picking up and coming in after the trains. Um, You know, how have things changed, though, now that I know you guys had things have picked up a tad, but like, what's really different? Are you guys offering the same menu still? We, we kind of offer the same menu. The only thing we're not doing right now is the Ipswich clams. They've been difficult to get a hold of. So we've just cut those off of our menu. But as far as business is concerned, um, it, it's difficult because we're, we're really we're a hotspot for people who want to come, listen to good music, have a couple of beers and chill out for you know a little while while they're enjoying some really good food. Mm-hmm. So not having the dining room available to us has been really hard on a lot of our customers. But we're, we're making the best of it. We're doing the curbside. We're doing delivery through Uber Eats. We're doing takeout, pickup. So we're doing the best we can under the circumstances. And we're a small place to begin with. What's your footprint inside? How many tables do you have? We have 12 tables inside. And in the summertime, we put about five outside. So Very in cool. the summertime, when it gets busy, you know, it's the tables are packed. Um, and right now, we can't even have customers waiting in the store. So you drive by there on a busy, so like Memorial Day, if you, you drive by Memorial Day, you're going to see like 60 people waiting outside of the curb. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, man, that's going to be great. Yeah, we'll get some photo. We got to Maybe I'll drive by and get some photography of that. It'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a busy day on Memorial Day. Yeah. Very cool. I'm curious. You mentioned the Ipswich clams, and that was actually a question I wrote down already. For people that don't know, what is it? What is an Ipswich clam? What makes it different? Okay, so an Ipswich clam is from Ipswich in New England. It's a town in New England. And basically, it's like a full clam with the belly. Like, people are used to the fried clam strips, which is just the very end of the tail end of the strip of the clam. So it's very, very small, doesn't have too much clam flavor. It's good for breaking someone in if they've never really had clams before. The Ipswich clam is the whole belly of the clam. So you're getting the, the whole thing there. And uh, they're fried up in a, in a corn flour, a seasoned corn flour mix. And they're great because when you fry them up, they, the bellies puff up and people go nuts over them. They're expensive. They're a delicacy, but people go crazy over the Ipswich clams. Yeah. I mean, I'm a steamer guy. I love steamers, yeah. things like that. And then I had Ipswich clams like a few years back and they were incredible. The amount of flavor that kind of pop in your mouth when you eat them, it's it, it's a whole thing and they're, they're phenomenal. But let's talk about 
Let's talk about the king of the castle on your menu, the lobster roll. How do you guys? We have lobster rolls there. I don't. We I don't know. We have lobster rolls there. <laughs> I think so. I we think do. I think we do. What makes them different? How do you guys prepare yours? What makes them different? Well, we use um we use knuckle claw lobster meat. We don't use any tail. Um, we we found that through taste testing, the uh, the knuckle claw is a lot sweeter, a lot more tender than tail. Um, so we we're exclusively knuckle claw. Uh, our hot lobster roll is insanely popular here. It's basically just a quarter pound of knuckle claw lobster meat sautéed in butter put on a freshly toasted New England style split top bun. It's very simple, nothing crazy about it, no seasoning, just lobster, butter, and a really good toasted grilled bun. Um, the cold lobster roll we mix with a homemade tarragon mayo and some uh, fresh celery. And once again, very simple, very simple seasonings, little bit of celery, really the, the goal is to make the lobster shine on that lobster roll. And that's what's good about it. And uh, the, the roll itself, a lot of places around here, you know, unfortunately, they kind of skimp and they give you like a hot dog bun, stuff like that. We, we don't do that. We give you the, the real deal, New England style split top bun. We butter and grill it. And it, it is it's crunchy on the, on the outside, tender on the inside with that lobster meat in there. It is just that the butter soaks right into it. You can't get a better lobster roll anywhere. It's, it's absolutely amazing. That's what I'm talking about. It's, you got to be a purist when it comes to lobster rolls. I mean, I've had them before. You get scammed. I'll call it getting scammed. You know, they make, they make a lobster salad and it's got all this stuff. Just chopped lobster. I mean, you don't want this. This is not what Yeah, no, we have big, big chunks of knuckle claw. And for those of you out there who love, like, your lobster lovers, we also do the overstuff, which is a half pound of lobster meat on the same size bun. And it just, it's overflowing. It's, it's enormous. And people go crazy over it. They love it. You're answering all my questions for me. I That's wanted it. to know. I I wanted to know how much went into that overstuffed lobster. Overstuffed half, lobster. Half roll. pound. Half pound. That's incredible. Yep. It, I mean, and it's it comes, all lobster. There's there's no filler whatsoever in it. It's just lobster. So. That's incredible. Anthony, yeah. what's your background? How did you get involved in this business? Are you a foodie? I mean, do you know about seafood? Are you a chef? What's how, what's your background? So basically, I, I started as, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm an Italian, so I grew up, oh, I was always cooking around the house and stuff. And in high school, I really wanted to get into the restaurant industry. And I was able to get a part-time job working as a, uh, a butcher's apprentice. And I was a butcher for about 16, 17 years. And I uh, learned how to obviously butcher fresh hanging meat, stuff like that. And the butchers, you know, they know the way around a kitchen. So I learned quite a bit um, cooking for 16 years there. And then after that, I worked in a couple of Italian restaurants, getting my, you know, paying my dues in the kitchen, learning how to really work in the kitchen, how to cook, how to do stuff like that. And then I just kind of applied for a position at DJs when they opened, and I've been there since day one. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations. So, Sounds yeah. like a great journey for you. I know you love to cook, yeah. it seems like. Um, yeah. what, what, what do you like to cook in there? Like, I mean, I know the lobster roll, that sets everything apart, but what else on the menu really gets you going? What do you like to cook on the menu? Yeah, so customers who know me very well there, We'll always come in and ask for um, the secret menu items because there's a bunch of stuff that that I make for customers that are not on the menu whatsoever. So, um, like, I'll make a Kung Pao calamari taco for some customers. Um, I'll do a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, I, I even do, like, a shrimp parmesan on a roll there with mozzarella sticks and a, a fra diablo marinara sauce. Oh. Absolutely out of control. I do a shrimp fra diablo on a roll. So, for some customers who come in and ask for those secret menu items, I'll do stuff like that for them. But as far as like the regular menu items, and let me just say first, anyone who's watching this, if you come in, you can't come in when it's busy and ask for a secret menu item. It's not going to fly. It's got to be you and me alone in the store, and that's it. Um, but as far, as far as the menu is concerned, I love making the shrimp scampi rolls. One of my favorite items to make. I just love, I just love cooking shrimp perfectly because when you cook it perfectly, it just pops in your mouth. The flavor is incredible with the, with the lemon and the garlic, and 
it's just, I love watching people enjoy that. They absolutely adore that. And um, I'm a spicy guy. I love cooking spicy. So when a customer comes in and says, you know, I want like blackened fish tacos or blackened shrimp tacos, but can you kick it up a notch? That makes my day because I love kicking things up a notch. So very cool. That's like uh, that's the old Emerald Lagasse attitude. That's it. I wasn't going to say bam, but I want to date myself. But yeah, it's the old <laughs> Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Don't worry. I, I, I'm an old, I'm an old soul too. So, um, I was also eyeballing the uh, the Little Neck clams. I think those got a little bit of a kick to them too, and those were actually featured. That was on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, and um, so we take a dozen Little Necks and we mix it up with a broth of lemon, white wine, butter, garlic, uh, jalapenos, celery, and uh, it's we just let them steam for about ten minutes, and they pop right open and serve with garlic bread. Once again, simple, easy Southern Northern cuisine. Nothing flashy, nothing crazy, just really good food at a, at a good price. And people go crazy over it. They love it. They love Very it. Cool. Very cool. Now, during this time where so many people are, you know, they, they're out of work, they're, you know, I don't know if you guys have had to lay off staff at all. I know you guys are a smaller shop, but, you know, have you also been donating or have people been making donations so you can feed frontline workers? Like what's been going on in your restaurant that's, you know, helping the community or anything along those lines? Yeah, um, we actually provided um, dinner a couple of nights to the uh, labor and delivery wards at Winthrop Hospital. Um, a lot of it was crazy because a lot of people, you know, have forgotten about those nurses who were also dealing with maybe with babies who were dealing with COVID or mothers who were dealing with COVID and stuff like that. So um, one of our friends, who's um, an Instagram blogger, had gotten in touch with us and say, you know, that they need something. Maybe you can help. So we were like, absolutely. So we donated food to. Um, to Winthrop, uh, Jorge and Francesca really came through big time putting that together and people loved it. And just, um, you know, for frontline workers who come in, just taking care of them, making sure, you know, that they're able to have a great experience and DJs get food at a really good price. And we can show our thanks to them for really being the heroes throughout this time. That's wonderful, man. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you community guys are is too. huge. Community is used to DJs. We donate to a lot of different schools and organizations around uh, around Wantoa, and we really try to keep that, that alive, that relationship. Wantoa's community has been amazing to us and we try to pay it back in any way we can awesome man well congratulations on all the success there i wish you guys nothing but continued success at djs is there anything else you want to talk about or let the audience know about before we uh, kind of wrap things up yeah i mean um the specials we run in the summer we do a, a whole soft okay. shell crab sandwich which is absolutely incredible it comes with um it's a soft shell crab fried in our cornflour mix it comes with coleslaw and a spicy tartar sauce on it absolutely killer one of our most popular items we sell out of them almost every day um, getting those in fresh every day. And uh, also just a shout out to the crew over there. Um, you know, the cooks, Jorge, Henry, uh, Manny, and Jeffrey, and uh, the front end crew, Joanna, Mike, Jake, Christian, Deidre, Alexandra. And of course, you know, Francesca, the queen of DJs, Francesca Devonzo. Um, you know, she's the assistant manager and she, she kicks butt there. She's amazing. And, uh, you know, it, it's been great. The staff is amazing. And Come in there. We have a lot of fun with people. It's casual. It's laid back. We bust each other's chops. We listen to good music. It's really a great place. I love it, Ant. I love it. I love it a lot. I, I'm so glad to have met you today and got the opportunity to hear the story that's going on at DJ's Clam Shack. I mean, you guys popped on the map, you know, two, three years ago, and you guys have already become like legendary status on Long Island because of what you're doing with the lobster rolls and because of your rich history in, in the Keys. So it was really great talking with you today, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Thanks, Al. Same to you, man. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. Subscribe on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for behind-the-scenes takes, or watch complete episodes on YouTube. 
Don't forget to make a donation at BigFoodTalk.com. 